sad the answers. If you're so unhappy and so depressed in your life, somebody tells you that they, they have the answers, they know who's at fault for why you are the way you are. I don't. Run from them. I don't. Run from them recklessly with your arms flailing. Welcome to another exciting edition of Brain Snacks. With Jax and Max. With Jax and Max. I felt like that. I'll okay. channel cha- David Lee Roth. That was good. No, wasn't you want to do a there. split? Yeah. That was not a split. I was doing a herky. <laughs> Under the table. You can't see my legs, but I did the herky. My wife taught me what a herky is. She was a cheerleader. That's like a thing. Oh, no, really? Yeah. Oh, like you do jump in the air. Yeah, she got, she got a scholarship for, for cheerleading. Hell yeah. Yeah, my, my wife, not only is she amazingly talented, smart, and sexy, she was a cheerleader. I know. Eat your heart out, world. I'm the luckiest man alive. Suck it. Today, we have talked about a, several issues and topics today. Uh, this may be our last taping of this session, but one more thing that I read about and came across uh, that I found intriguing to a new level. And it was, uh, what was his name? Matthias Desmet. And uh, let me spell that out so you guys can look him up too. I'll uh, make a note uh, to add this in the show notes. You want to put a marker there for me so I can make sure I do that. Uh, Professor Matthias Desmet, who uh, is a doctor of psychology. Um, and he had a theory about why there's so much uh, division and fighting, infighting uh, in you know countries and even to to a degree uh, communities mm-hmm. with uh, regarding the COVID. Now I'm not applying that what he, his opinions or hypothesis strictly to COVID. Uh, he even talked about it being a broader phenomenon. Don't talk about COVID. Oh, look, hey, look down at your shirt. Don't. Just, just, what's that say right there? Just remind yourself, look down at your shirt. Well, no, I'm not, I'm not spreading medical information, hey, misinformation. I'm saying this is, this is a psychological <laughs> hypothesis. has nothing to do with the vaccine, has nothing to do with the virus. So suck it. There's your, there, there it is. Hey, 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 my camera. I know, I was just like, I was backing you up, dude. <laughs> mine, 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 mine. But his, his, uh, his hypothesis is uh, mass, forma- mass formation, which is basically a form of mass hypnosis to, to a degree. Now, the mass, his mass formation hypothesis in a way that I took it, and I will paraphrase, and again, I will link, link in the show notes for uh, anybody that actually wants to dive deeper into Matthias Desmet's uh, actual, legit, extremely professional <laughs> hypothesis uh, that, I, that I, I will... You're I'm, not going to I'm going to butcher it. Here. <laughs> We're going to butcher it. Watch me carve up this motherfucker. Hey, we're professionals, brother. Um, 
it's his his theory on mass formation is that <clears throat> there's been an over in society as a whole around the globe, not just in the United States, because he's not a he's not a United States citizen. He lives in another country. I think it was uh, India, I believe. Uh, that that explains his Matthias Matthias Desmond. There's society as a whole, especially the Zoomers. Okay, Zoomer. Stop and the, doing that and the to millennials, me, man. even the elder millennials. But outside of the boom, outside of the baby boom generation, uh, and even partially the Gen Xers, but the millennial generation and the Gen Zers, and then the current up and coming generation that haven't quite made it to adulthood yet. Um. We have been conditioned to want things that are either unattainable or we are taken to a point where we will never be truly satisfied yeah. with, with what we have. Yeah. And, that, and that mentality creates anxiety. And that anxiety, you can't really point it or put it in a, in a category. He describes it as free-floating anxiety. So you have these people that are dissatisfied with their jobs, they're dissatisfied with their school, they're dissatisfied with their relationships, they're dissatisfied with their social media standing. You know, any aspect of their life, they're just, they've never completely satisfied and they're always looking for the bigger, better thing. So they always, they have this pent-up anxiety. They always, they're, they're looking for something. They're always searching for something. They're never content. They're never satisfied. And this doesn't apply to everyone. In his hypothesis, he said it's going to be between 30 and 45% of the population. I'm, I'm in that percent. Well, no, like, partly, like partly. no, no, I'm saying, but like, no, th but, but of that, of that group, 30, 30 to 45% of that population have this, this extreme case of free floating anxiety. Yeah. And I'm allowing <clears> myself <throat> to say that I directly experienced that free floating anxiety. Oh, yeah. Not, but see, but see, I become aware of it. Yes. Therefore, it's just a thing. Yeah, it's it's, so, it's more difficult to saying. manipulate somebody that has free floating anxiety if right. they understand that they're they have it and they're trying to at least channel it into maybe a more positive direction. But well, his, his his hypothesis is that people that have this free floating anxiety they have they have nowhere to direct their angst, their energy, their 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 dissatisfied this dissatis dissatisfaction is that a dissatisfaction is that a Dis dissatisfaction <laughs> dissatisfaction whatever thank you for correcting me on that no, i fine. like to make up words here on brain snacks suck it zoomer <laughs> okay zoomer zoomer with the dictionary he right wants there. so much credit for that man <laughs> like, <laughs> I, i'm not I, I heard it somewhere and i'm not gonna say where because you don't want me talking about that podcast on this podcast anymore because i talk about that podcast too much uh let me guess is that uh no agenda. Yep. Boom. Yeah, okay. And, and, and coincidentally, they're boomers. So well, it's I, funny. It's okay. I listen to they're, like they're one or funny. two podcasts. But uh, this Matthias Desmet said that his hypothesis sums it up as you have these extremely vocal, radical idealists that want to affect change. And they, they are strong in their principles. They may they they have either negated their free floating anxiety, or they have channeled it to a point where it's no longer free. They have locked it down, and they they now have 
a target. So you can apply that to any movement ever because you go back to the 70s, you know, the hippie movement. Make love, not war. Let's do kiss, kiss, guy. I, again, hard to argue with that. Yeah. Pretty good. Maybe I could do without the patchouli from the <laughs> from the 70s. I don't, I don't, I, maybe, maybe wash and do some deodorant. It's cool. Look, I don't need to smell your take ass it. all yeah, take, day. Take a bath. Just saying. But and then, but you're talking yeah. about a a generation of disenfranchised or people that felt like they were disenfranchised and unheard, underappreciated, and they created this movement. And that movement took all these people that had that these feelings. That called Jeff Bezos. Amazon? I do. That was just that was probably my free flight. Talk anxiety. about a cock rocket. You're gonna talk about Jeff Bezos. That's probably my with the uh, dick ship. anxiety. Oh man, I can't believe that they put that on television. Yeah. A giant dildo that they okay. launched into space. Okay. All right. All right. And then Jeff. He, okay. <laughs> and then there was Jeff Bezos' rocket. Yeah. Let's. <laughs> Did you yeah. catch that? Yeah. His dick rocket was <laughs> the sky. No, I, I, I call Jeff Bezos a dildo. Okay. He is a dildo. And that is his rocket was also a dildo. Okay. That's a, a dude. That's another. That's another like form of feeding um some kind of free floating anxiety because you're like, oh shit, I, I really will never be able to do that. Because none of us will probably ever do that. No. No. Why? Why would we want to? Dude, no. go ahead, dude. Well, this mass formation is taking this group of people with this free floating anxiety, and you unite them under a common cause. So you're channeling their anxiety into something that you've convinced them is outrageous and in a horribly wrong way. So you unite these people and they're basically being weaponized and pointed at whatever this group, again, whether it's the hippie generation, uh, post hippie generation, which would be, I mean, the hippies never really left, did they? Come on. No. No. But you also, uh, I mean, you could could actually strike that. We can go back even further. Go back to uh, 1920s Germany. Post-World War I. A nation uh, that's been crushed after World War I. Now, keep in mind, the majority of people in that country, like, had nothing to do with war. You're talking about politicians and leaders that instigated it and then through patriotism convinced their people that they had to fight. Whether you justify it any way you want, the average person may not have figured out, known what was going on or what they were doing was even wrong. Yeah. I'm not saying it was okay. I'm, so they get their ass handed to them after World War I. Economy's in the sh- <laughs> All the other countries are picking on them, making fun of them for being pussies now. And then you have the National Socialist Party of Germany come up and, and, sat- and satisfy all and that. You know what? Your government hasn't done enough to take care of you. You deserve so much more out of life. And what's, what's hilariously tragic about socialism and the National Socialist Party? Nazis, for those of you that 
may not be following uh, the National Socialist Party, because most people don't call Nazis what they actually were, which is the National Socialist Party. That their messaging and propaganda, I mean, do not negate their propaganda. The way that they manipulated the masses was so beautifully done Mm -hmm. that they convinced an entire disenfranchised, unhappy, dissatisfied nation that it was one, primarily one race's fault why they didn't have what they wanted. Oh, man. Now, that is another level of mass formation. I'm not saying that that's happened, happens now, or is currently happening, or has happened outside of Nazism. I believe it has, but yeah, I'm but, not. But I'm it, not a historian. But it maybe it maybe but regroups have, in like less extreme cases. Yes. You know. But when you when you have that level of dissatisfaction, you've seen your country fall to sh- and you have no economy really to speak of. You have no way to really defend yourself as a, as a nation anymore because you you aren't allowed after the treaties of world after World War One. You're not allowed to have an army. Yeah, you can't have a military. So you have. All these disenfranchised, unhappy people that are totally not happy with their government now, which is the government that the UN or the the Allied powers help help put in put in place. So it's their fault. Them, they've got to go. Somebody's Nazi their party. Nazi nah, Nazi party rises to power. They start doing stupid. Shit. They start f- it up because they took all that free floating anxiety from an entire nation and they f- weaponized it. And they gave the people at large a f- target. And that target went, started with the Jews, but it went worldwide. Yeah. And again, super not cool. And how do, and how do, but, we, how do we not combat that, but how do we fix that? Well, this, this hypothesis from Matthias was, um, it's... Again, 30 to 40% of the people that are under this mass formation actually believe in whatever that, ma- that, that mass formation is being pointed at. So whether it's you know, your liber- the liberals that are being stupid about whatever topic. Mm-hmm. You know, I, we, we got to close the borders. Absolutely, absolutely. Nobody, nobody coming in. So you have that, that var- variation and you have, well, all police are bad. Yeah. You have that for variation, then you have well, all white people are racist. You have that formation. Like it there there are so many avenues that you can take with it. And it all it takes is one slightly loud, charismatic person to go, I know what the problem is. I know why we all are suffering. I know why we have this problem. I know why we're the victims and I know who to blame. And then you get seduced into thinking that well, shit. Uh, it's, right it is seductive. Yeah, because you're like it is ex- incredibly seductive. You want like you want to blame somebody or something so that you can go out there and do something about it. Also that you can look yourself in the mirror. Yeah. It's, it's, and, and it feel- is, we, we've covered this again in stuck in life series. It's, you have to be able like to, to get past that mass formation to make sure that you're not in that mass formation. You have to be able to, to look at yourself in the mirror or, you know, introspectively, if you don't want to look at yourself in the mirror. I mean, I'm not that good looking, so I don't look in the mirror that often. I know it's Shut obvious. Shut up, man. You're hot. It's so hot. It's so hot. Dustin said you were. I know. Yeah. Again, no, I'm he had sorry. The, dusty. Dusty. 
Oh my god. That's, that's his pet name, right? Max, you have a, a piece of glitter underneath your nose. I know, it's killing me. Cam, 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 hey, Cam hey. killed the glitter guy. Free floating anxiety. Free floating anxiety. Who do it, started, you it started sparkling a little bit in the... Uh, <laughs> you see my shoes? That, Is that coming down up on camera? That phenomenon happens every time I go to a pygmy show. That's not, Boots a, that's, that's not a that's not a phenomenon. That's that's my my singer liking to be in, a in dick. your in your life in your life it's probably not because you do it every day or every weekend. Yeah, it, is, it is. I am over the glitter. I'm, I swear the reason I don't have my contacts in is because there's something in my eye. If and it's I, a piece I, of glitter, I can't. I can't it's your I head. can't get it out. But I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's a piece of glitter. <clears throat> and that's not free floating anxiety. I have that firmly pointed at Cameron Fleener. Oh God. Oh look. I still show up to gigs, so yeah, whatever. Yeah, look out. But this free-floating anxiety, 30 to 45% of the populace uh, are going to subscribe to this, you know, again, directed anxiety. Right. And they will do it with fervor and 100% buy into that. And there's no talking them out of it. There's no, there's no disagreeing. There's no debating. There's no logical conversation to be had which we've discussed trying to have logical conversations with people that are immobile. Um, and then additionally, after that, you have another 25 to 35 ish. And again, this is a free floating number because we're going to talk free floating a lot in this, uh, this little piece, the next section, 25 to 35% of the overall mass of people is going to be people that don't necessarily buy the narrative or don't want to be used as a weapon, mm. but don't want to really go against that. Yeah. So they're going to be silent. Yeah. They're silently complicit. Yeah. And I'm not saying complicit, complicit sounds like a, like a loaded term because being complicit is like, I'm okay with it. Yeah. But that's what it is. And complicity is being okay with something by not, but and not actively supporting it, but definitely mm. not going. Now, wait, maybe we sh shouldn't defund the police completely. Yeah, that's like saying defund the teachers because they can't teach. You know, like grade scores going down. Yeah, let's 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 pay them even less. Yeah, that'll attract the best people to do the job. Right, right. Um, and that's capitalism one hundred and one. Again, there are flaws in every society. In a capitalistic society, if you want innovation, you want the best, you're going to pay for it. Mm -hmm. That's just how it goes. And that's, it's worked out pretty well for this nation being, you know, world, number one world superpower. Again, right now we're still barely number one. I think we're still winning, but yeah, but that's another bias. Uh, uh, how do you, yeah, talk about. how do you, um, I mean, how do you, where do you like, can you ride the razor's edge of being non-complicit? but also not angry because when you get angry and you, and, and then, and, and you also tap into your own, um, free floating anxiety to combat the free floating anxiety, then you kind of become possessed well, a little bit. Yes. So like, how, how can you, how, how can you fight without, without being so just, Targeted? pissed off about oh, it oh, uh, you know yeah, what i mean like yeah. like you like being, being worked like, up so like we have to like fight differently you know well, it's like be, it, be, be, because it be, is because of because of the level that it the level that it stems from you kind of have to fight it at that level and 
and it's not like a it's not an involved fight it's uh maybe it's more introspective what well, is it is it is a battle it is a battle within and it it goes back to again no know, knowing who you are identifying mm-hmm. or, or at least trying to know who you are and being honest enough with yourself and being honest enough with your biases to go okay like what he's saying sounds really good but what i'm seeing isn't matching what what he's saying so maybe Again, it's learning to analyze what you're seeing, not matching up with what you're hearing. So, like, you you can hear the greatest message on the planet. And I will give socialism as another great example. I did a little bit more research, and I do want to have a camera on you and do a roundtable about socialism. Because uh, when I was looking up quotes for the Brain Snacks uh, Facebook page, so I can just, again, I'm trying to crank out content and stuff that, like, I think that we all agree on. I definitely, I'm just like, yeah, but they're overwhelmingly positive messages. Yeah. And I think we can all get, get on board with, you know, positive messaging mm-hmm. for people. Uh, and I, I was just like always, uh, I was thinking about the conspiracy theories that we were talking about doing series is on. I was like, Oh, I've been, I've said this in a couple episodes. Like I, I, my mindset is I always look for who has the most to gain out of a certain situation, which is a very, very logical way to look at everything, pretty much. Yes, it is. And it's, Macro, micro, it doesn't is, matter. It is frightening to think about. Uh, I, I believe I talked to, you, talked to you about this when we were on the phone talking to... Uh, but I didn't tell you about this. I was... Uh, Dustin, when I was researching for that, I was looking for a quote that had that in it. Because I was like, I know I didn't come up with that. Like, look, but look who, look who has the most to gain from any certain situation, and you'll find the root cause of why going the way it is right whether up or down doesn't matter yeah uh and it was vi lenin uh russian marxist yes or, yeah lenin. yeah like the father yeah well, well one of the fathers there's several Karl marx obviously but uh socialism leading to communism and i i, I told jackson when i was reading I, I i clicked on on the uh the meme not the meme but it, there was like a little quote box uh, I clicked on it. I was reading it. I was like, wow. Okay. So I did some more research on VI Lenin. Vladimir, oh, I never Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. <laughs> uh, but I, I looked him up some more. I, I read a couple of his uh, essays. And I was just, I told, I told Jackson, I was like, you know what's fucked up? Is I, I think I'm a socialist. Yeah. <laughs> but here's, here's the problem. And here's the problem with socialism in general is it, 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 it implies that it's going to be a utopian society. I'm not, I'm not going to go any further into this because I would love to keep this for another conversation in the future. But <clears throat> the reason that people can get behind socialism is because they're, they're dissatisfied, they're anxious, they're unhappy, they're just, again, completely just overall dissatisfied, not just in their own lives, but they're dissatisfied with their job, they're dissatisfied with their relationship, they're dissatisfied with their family life, they're dissatisfied with their government, yes, politicians, and they need... To point the finger at something. So how do you do that? Well, you point it. You start at the top. If you p- can point, focus it all at the government. If you're pointing it's, outside, it's all yes. It will, and this this is this That's is this is the key tool to the mass formation mm-hmm. is that people aren't looking inward. They point out. They want to. They how far do you go out victim, before you look? It's in? a victimhood mentality, right? Like how how far do you go out before you but realize can, that we are what actually makes all this so, shit up, man? Yes. What's so so seductive? about the entire concept and why again i could get behind socialism if it could go off like that but they don't what what vi lenin and Karl marx and all these other people don't factor in and I, i'm going to argue a lot of progressives 
Bernie Sanders, you know, AOC and all these other people. And this isn't a political post. This isn't a political podcast. This is me, my opinion on how people think and they don't think enough about something is anybody that claims to be a socialist is leaving out one key element. The human factor. Yeah. People by nature are greedy little assholes. Yeah. We all are. It's, it's human nature because if the more I have, the better, like the more likely I am to survive. You enhance your, you enhance, you know, you want to keep enhancing the outside. Now that's not to say. What really intrigues me about socialism is it could be a, an upgraded version of capitalism if it was done right. But the human factor is a problem there. (laughs) Well, there's a lot of logistics and it's one step at a time though, if it were to be. Well, how, in, in order, in order to have anything done in a, in a timely fashion, you would have to eliminate a large majority of uh, our electoral system. And it would have to go down to like a very small group of people. And when you have a small group of people that are in that kind of position of power, there you go. Power corrupts. Absolute power corrupts. Say it with me, class. Absolutely. And not that I'm educating you kids. Not so I'm saying. saying at home. Uh, and that's, again, something to marinate on if you're thinking about socialism. Yeah. And also keep reading into V.I. Lenin because he was also, he had, he was very, very good writer. And he had some, some great ideas and concepts. And like, again, I told Jackson, I was like, I think I'm a socialist. This is crazy. I'm like, oh, I'm, like, I'm an independent. I'm unaffiliated. I was like, I can be swayed. <clears throat> but if it sounds too good to be true. Well, the thing, the thing about it is, is that like there are great concepts, and maybe a potential Frankenstein of concepts could be better. That's yeah, but, and that's but the, but maybe America's already a melting pot. Yeah, I'm okay with it. But but maybe just maybe reality isn't a concept. You know what I mean? Yeah. Maybe maybe there's another way. You know, but that's kind of like my thing. But then but then you get into like dissolving nations and having smaller groups and organizations Mm. and you know that's that's radical yeah but like maybe maybe there's other radical things like inside concepts and inside things are radical like Like, facebook being meta yeah i don't even know how i don't don't know i saw a little bit i don't know about all that that's it's just mark zuckerberg like cashing in early on complete vr what was this episode about vr reality uh mass formation mass formation yeah which um, again if you're you're so dissatisfied with your real good because i got really into it with your real life if you're so dissatisfied with your real life what better way to escape than get in your metaphor to plug in Yeah. yeah i mean what why why like this is that you can call this 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 is all in the same vein of mass formation though uh if you're so dissatisfied with your life uh and this is not a i'm i, I this is a touchy topic and i don't want to offend anybody this is not meant to be an in it offense be offensive in any way shape or form if it's taken that way i'm i'm sorry that your feelings got hurt uh but this is just a point i'm making because i i I see a trajectory, and I'm not saying this is necessarily going to happen, but this is what makes sense to me, is uh, transhumanism, and not in a sexual way, not in a physical way. Transhumanism is transcending humanity. 
Now, how do we transcend humanity? Well, technology through technology. And they've already they've been talking about this for years already. The Neuralink yeah, stuff. That's not just Neuralink though. That's also Meta. I don't know, but I'm just saying, like, it, it's like it's an it's an it's an altered state of humanity. It's that's an where altered we're, state. And they, they're claiming it's like an altered state of consciousness. So it's like they're going full Buddha Zen. Like, no, they're not. Well, no, but that's <laughs> but that's what they're 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 branding it as. Yeah, is you know this this is Oasis. This is where you find your you know utopian society is in the meta, which is a complete and that well that, again that's what I think, but I think that. W- what we're on now is that we are, and I'm not, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings by saying this. And if I do offend you, feel free to write me. I will have you on, we'll have you on the podcast. We can have a conversation. I'm, I'm not, again, peace, love. We, we love you all. Unless you're going to be a dick. If you're going to be a dick, then what's the point of having a conversation with you if all you yeah. want to do is argue? My thought is the trans movement has been so big now. Because I think, I think that it's a stepping stone. Because you weren't good enough being born male or female. So now you have to transcend or trans to transfer over to another sex. And again, if that's who you are, I, no problem with that. Much love. Same thing. Again, go, go into the next level. We, we talked about it off camera to the non-binary. Well, I don't identify as either. Okay. That's fine. Again, why should anybody else care about your personal life choices? You know, I, if you appear to be a man, I, I made that mistake to legit men and women. Sup? Hey, thank you, bruh. My name's Carla. Yeah. Sorry. Like, I, I, I don't do it. I don't mean to be offensive. And that's part of my upbringing and part of my, my bias is I was raised in the South to say, yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Regardless of age now, it's like I'm 37 the, to, to try to think that I'm going to cull that ingrained uh, politeness of saying, like showing respect. Yes, sir. No, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. Yeah. Like that's that's hard habit to break, you know. Yeah. And again, no, no offense to anybody. Uh, I'm not, not poo pooing anybody that's gay, lesbian, trans, whatever. I'm saying that it's I just, think it's, it's, just, it's just a maybe. As it's, it's just a maybe, maybe. Yes, I think it's. I think it's that's the trajectory, yeah. and that all leads back into mass formation because we're all so there's so many out there that are unhappy with their life. Again, job, livelihood, you know, relationships. You know, you Without, have enough bad relationships as a female. Other females start looking pretty good. You have enough bad relationships as 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 a male female relationship. Yeah. Dudes start looking pretty good. Like I can hunt, I can fish. We can... This is great thing ever. Yeah, that, you're pretty handsome, man. That's uh. Now, I'm not saying that's how that's people fair. are born. I'm not. I'm, some people are born this way. Some people aren't. Some people develop it over time. And I'm not saying any of this is bad. You do you. Do what's best for you. We but, love you. But, we love you. But anyway. maybe, but maybe there's a depth to who we are beyond all of that anyways that isn't that isn't spoken about enough no because it doesn't work mm. when i say it doesn't work i mean it doesn't work in terms of me being able to tell you something that you don't already know somehow basically like, in, like instinctually yeah uh. not i mean not not like instinctually as in a dumb and, and basic way like a layman way i'm saying just knowing be, awakening to an extent okay. To maybe a depth about us that 
we are already, mm-hmm. you know, like I, that's way more interesting than exploring outside ourselves to try to enhance ourselves, Yeah, you know, but maybe it just doesn't work. And that's why it's not talked about enough because it doesn't, it doesn't work for power structures. It doesn't work for control. It doesn't work because it's an, it's a complete denial of all that because it, it, it acknowledges the one thing that, that we don't acknowledge enough, which is we don't know where our decisions come from. Yeah. We don't know how things really are the way they are. I mean, like there's no, there's like, I guess it kind of naturally brings about uh gratitude for just being here. Yeah. You know, and just a general, it, it's not like a, it's not, it's not something that it's not something that people can, anybody can take hold of. Like I couldn't take hold of that dimension in you just as you couldn't take hold of it in me. Yeah. But it empowers us and it, it connects us and it connects everyone. Like yeah. regardless of where you're at, when I, like when you say the, 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 the idea of being here isn't necessarily a geographical thing. Yeah. It's just, you're here, you know, like, Once whole, like, lifetime like opportunity. Yeah. Like, holy shit, you know, mm-hmm. like, and I guess for most people, including myself, it's like, it's a kind of hide and seek thing where you know that at times yeah, and then you don't, yeah. and you know that at times and then you don't, mm-hmm. but like, or you're on the illusion that you know what's going on when you don't. No, I know. I know. I know. I, that happens to me a lot. Yeah. But like, and I think I know what I'm talking about in this podcast, but I'm just, uh, but, you, but we're just, again, we're but just, this is also, we're just, uh, we're just kind of forming sentences and just this, kind well, of thought all, structures that are ha- happening. This is all having, we're having a conversation and exploring ideas and topics. Yeah. But I guess what I'm saying is we're taught that we live in one state yeah. of, we live in one state, which is just the waking, just Alabama? give me, look, but like that we live in one state and we're just these containers that just get filled up with everything throughout the day and there's just and and it just never ends it's one damn thing after another yeah you know what i mean but there's like there's ways to achieve altered states without necessarily doing drugs or um or doing anything really just just i mean just thinking just marinating not even really thinking just just work there's work that can be done that it puts you in a real a real position of being in your own captain seat mm-hmm. versus you know looking and searching and trying to fit and all this shit, you know like I got you. it's kind of a denial of the hive mind it's kind of a denial of of yourself mm-hmm. as a concept yeah the concept of yourself and more like you know all like i don't know i mean i don't know man i'm just well, that, that's just that's like okay that's something that we just don't talk about enough even and, and, and even well, there's, there's a difference they try to, to they try to like like churches you know to, to, like, clar- to clarify for anybody that's listening because we talked about it in uh several episodes previously it's collective consciousness right okay co- Dude, collective I, keep, consciousness. I keep going back to that don't i it's yeah. weird well, it's almost like it's real again i how can one one person you know two people across the across the globe have the same idea at the same time like it happens a lot more often than we probably understand it does. The exact same idea, exact same time, and they go patent at the same time. And it like again, discoveries are made, simultaneous discoveries, the exact same identical discoveries made all across you the world. You said something there. Time. You said something. Is discovery. It's not it's not it's not something that I put there or that you put there. 
I think it's these, all just it's out yeah, there they, they, yeah. and that we don't know how to channel that that knowledge and it just happens accidentally and accidentally serendipitously uh, <clears throat> serendipitously I, I had to had to reiterate that because that word is really hard to say. It's a discovery you can make. Yes, basically, and it and it can be done. I mean, basically, you. I can, don't. I would love to learn how to tap into that collective consciousness on the like when I like channel it. Yeah, like like, a, like Thor a, Thor's hammer. Yeah, smash it. Yeah. Well, Alan Watts actually said uh, one of the things he said. I'm gonna go back to Alan. Is basically you when, should. He's great. When we're trying to control everything, we have no control. Mm-hmm. But when we realize that we don't, we have it. Release, release the control. Yeah, once you once you realize that you don't have control and you just trust, mm-hmm. then you have you have some sort of clarity, distance, mm-hmm. some sort of control. You can yep. you can do what we talked about and short circuit yourself whenever you whenever you see a pattern because ultimately you're like like if I hold resentment towards you mm-hmm. or if I have a unconscious bias or if I have any any of these inner workings are invisible to anybody. In this room, just like anybody, like I have no idea what inner workings are going on in each everybody. Yeah, we have unique past, unique unique futures to explore, mm-hmm. and so like, why not? Why not look more into that in a, in a in an altruistic way? And I would say we don't because it doesn't prove to be fruitful in in any kind of physical reality physical form yeah. money it doesn't it doesn't produce anything it, it's a it we don't know what we could possibly be doing you know what i mean we yeah. don't we don't know real possibilities that are out there yeah. that just we just simply don't explore them enough well and not tying into we commit suicide on monday mornings as a, as a species more than any time i believe it but 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 to, but to think that to think that it's oh it's a Monday, you know, oh it's I, a f- day of your life, brother. It's a f- day. Well, every people today today is called Sunday. Well, people, like, a lot of people just feel trapped. I know, I know, and then, and and, and then what I'm saying is, it, like one of the craziest things ever is like people saying I can't find myself. Mm. Well, good luck <laughs> with that. You are yourself, motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I mean, like. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. Like, where are you looking? Yeah. <laughs> where the f- are you looking for yourself at? Are you, are you, you looking for yourself on the outside? Are you looking for it in your paycheck? Yeah. Are you looking for it in your, in your enhancements? You know, like, because yeah. you're not going to find it. I mean, if you can perceive it, it's not you and it belongs mm-hmm. to time. Yeah. And it will die. I mean, everything that we perceive is a phenomenal thing that's gonna, that belongs to time and it's going to come and it's going to go. And I mean, just enjoy it, you know? Fleeting and fluid. Yeah. I mean, maybe maybe we just don't maybe we just don't enjoy shit enough and slow down enough to like really appreciate, and oh. that, and that sounds like a super old cool thing to say, but may, a, but maybe maybe we should be listening it's to a the wonderful older. way for to manipulate a society is to convince them that they have to you have a finite not, finite amount of time in your life to work your ass off before you can actually enjoy your life go to heaven. Well, no, I'm not talking. I'm not even talking about like heaven. I'm not like I'm talking like in world, like the the way that we view the world in a, in the time time fashion. Your like your life, your, your, your life fulfillment's going to come later. Yes, you work, you work and sacrifice now so you can enjoy the twilight of your years. Yeah, and that you retire. Yeah, and we're con- we're all convinced, and this this very much is mass formation. 
we are all convinced that we have to go to college and have a degree. Doesn't matter what they never they never specified, by the way. They just said you have to go to college. So you go to college, you get a degree to do something that you want to do. Well, most of the time that people that go to college aren't going to college to do something that they want to do. They go to college to get a degree in something that can make them the, the most, most amount of money. Get them the most squeeze. And we talked briefly, you talked briefly um, about the golden handcuffs. As like you work so hard and you put in all this time and energy and you amass this giant, enormous amount of wealth. And those same and patterns, just those same f patterns, miserable. the same patterns are going to be there in yep. your mansion. Yep. The same f patterns. And you're still going to be dissatisfied. Yeah. And, and I mean, and you see, you see a mansion, you see a f Maserati and you're like, that's a beautiful. That's beautiful. That's a beautiful thing that was produced. You know what's beautiful this is and magical? Great. You know? That nineteen ninety four Chevy Astro outside Dude. you should buy. Hell yeah. Sales pitch number two for you to buy my Astro van. <laughs> <laughs> I figure Andrew sold uh Dustin sold his so I can oh, I can yeah. sell mine. So, I, um I figure if, if he can sell that busted piece of shit. Damn. Three thousand. Dude. Yeah. What but do you sell everything with it? Hmm? Oh, dude, that's a steal. Yeah. That was a steal. You had solar panels and inverters, and yeah, no, that $3,000 was a good deal on that. So no, I'm not, you know what? I take back, that, was, that wasn't a piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as the mass formation goes, and <clears throat> like the way, and what you were talking about has a lot to do it with does, that. It does, because, because we we're, only, we're the all only things we know about ourselves are things that other people have told us about ourselves. <laughs> yes. Yes. You've been convinced. <laughs> you've been convinced to try this, this, and this, yeah. and this to be fulfilled and happy. But it does, it like, it's, it's a lie. It's all an illusion. Yeah. So you have this, you know, 30 to 45% of people that are focused, now focused in and locked in and sold on this, this one idea. And it's like pretty hardcore idea. And they would now want to force that idea on the rest of the populace. Mm -hmm. That's they're locked in, can't change their mind. Mm -mm. Do you present them with the, the the Lord our God could come down in person and say, "Look, no, you guys are way off base," and they'd be like, "Fake news, fake news." Yeah, yeah that that kind of dedication to their belief in whatever that free floating anxiety is channeled into now. Mm. So they're now um, they effectively like to, for lack of a better term, brainwashed or maybe a better term hypnotized yeah. into like lockstep. This is the plan. We're handling this exactly this way. There's no deviation regardless of what you have to say or what facts of proof you have, which is ridiculous. And then you have, again, I was just that. talking about 25 to 35%. The next group, they're just complicit. Like, they're like, meh, you know what? I can take it or leave it, but I'm definitely not going to rock that boat because these people are fucking crazy. And I might even, I might even post a, I might even make my, my picture, my profile picture black for a week. You know, yeah. but it'll be a temp, I'll, I'll click the temporary, make temporary profile picture. Yeah. And it's, look, I, I, there, there are some people that'll take offense to that. Look, be honest with yourself. If you really cared, maybe you would do more than just change your profile picture. Yeah. And claim to be a social justice warrior that way. And it's way. not just you. You want to affect real look change. At the, look at these businesses. Look at everything. You want to affect real change in the world. Start running for public office and be a better person you and not a better politician. You won't win. No.
Certainly not if you run on a platform of actually trying to legitimately help people. Yeah, don't don't do that. No, no, it won't work. So the so then you have that's the second group, the complicit group. <laughs> yeah. Which again, I'm not going to say you're as guilty or bad as bad. I'm not saying anybody's guilty. I'm just saying this is how like the psychology of society is, according to Matthias. And I see I see the logic, and it makes a lot of sense to me in this way. Oh, it, it absolutely does. And then the remainder, again, could be from 25 to 35%, depending, again, all the percentages fluctuate. That remainder of people in this last category are the people that don't buy into, that don't buy into all this. That they may still have the free-floating anxiety like you were talking about, but they've looked inside and they've looked at, again, here's the cause and effect. And, you know, here's the solution that's being offered. And they see that solution. They're just like, well, that solution doesn't solve the problem. Well, it's outside of myself. It's not, you yeah. know, it's not, it's not going to do it. But they're going to be the, vo- the vocal ones that yeah. are going to actively deny, like, the hardcore, you know, 20, uh, 35 to 45% that are, like, diehard, can't change my mind. Well, the, the last ones are a little bit more open-minded, but they can be, again, still very closed-minded. Yeah. And they're just going to keep deny, 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 deny. And then you have the separation. But without this last group, if this last group goes away, then you have what, what equates to a totalitarian society, which means that this group over here, which may not even be the majority because you have this group over here that's complicit, that just won't say anything. That won't do anything. Mm-hmm. So you have this group over here that's now running the world or the country or whatever. Yeah. Whatever agenda they're trying to push, they're going to get no pushback on without this last 25 to 35% of naysayers because the complicit group, they just don't care. Yeah. But they, they don't want to piss off this group because this group's active and angry. Then the, you know, the other group, the dissenting group, eh, they may be active and angry and may be violent. I don't know. It all depends on the situation. Maybe, and, but without that maybe, last group, maybe, maybe those people need to without be- that last group, that first group goes completely unchecked. Right. And then you, you have scenarios like, the Nazi socialist movement, the National Socialist Party. And then same thing with Russia, same thing with Italy. I mean, this has gone through, and this isn't just about socialism. This is all about, also about movements. Like you have the anti-fascist movement, Antifa, and this isn't political. Uh, again, I can see valid arguments in calling a movement anti-fascist. Yeah. I'm all about it. But when you're employing Gestapo-like tactics, and guerrilla, basically what equates to guerrilla warfare, and you're advocating for widespread, like there's one thing to, to call for widespread civil disobedience. There's another thing to call for active aggression yeah. and violence towards people. I'm all about civil disobedience. Again, I'm, dude, I'm all about some civil disobedience. I'll, uh, if, if Small scale, big scale. Again, the, same, the same thing with the de- defund... Uh, Defund the police movement, and uh, again, to 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 an extent, uh, Black Lives Matter organization. And this has nothing to do with race. This has to do with control. Uh, I don't know how much the Black Lives Matter movement or Antifa has really done to help Black Lives. Yeah, like I outside of outside of creating a greater awareness. For some some issues, like police brutality is a thing. If it may or may not disproportionately occur to to black people, 
I'm not saying it does or doesn't. I have seen data on both sides that say yes and no. Yeah. There, there are, there are, there are, say, there are contributing factors. I mean, there, there, there are contributing like, factors to police being more around yeah. the black community. And I'm not saying this is negative or positive. I'm saying this is a reality. Yeah. And I'm not saying it's okay. I'm just saying that's what the situation black is. Black and white. Yes. Duality. It should not happen. There, there, what, what there, non-binary. We should a, go non-binary. Go in the gray. There's an unconscious assumption to be made, mm-hmm. was made, yeah. that I'm on this side, I'm the white. Black is on that side, they're in the black. One of our side, the black side must lose, the white side must win. Mm-hmm. Same way the other way around. Yeah. I mean, That's, well, is there is there a realm where that isn't even a factor? This is, uh, you know, what I, mean? I mean, there is. I mean, that's what yeah. I what I'm saying is that that's like that. Like, if you if you can like entertain that perspective, that it's a game, that's it, it's turned tragically cruel, cosmically tragically cruel. Yeah, that it could have, you know, maybe it's evolutionary that we now embraced differences mm-hmm. at least on the surface i mean well, I guess, obviously there's that still goes back to there's like, still the side of progressivism that, that i can get behind yeah like and that, yeah that's, but but that's, progressivism go, going completely unchecked yeah is and again this that there's where duality works and like this goes to non-binary being not all black not all white like we have to go gray yeah we have to go gray and if you don't go gray then you end up with extreme extremists on both sides. Yeah. And then what does that extremism lead to? Violence against one side or the other. Mm-hmm. And it, it's, it, it stems from people feeling un, underrepresented. It comes from people being uh, feeling like they're taken advantage of or forgotten or left behind or taken advantage of. Mm-hmm. And there are legitimate cases to be made. For the people making those arguments in Antifa, in Black Lives Matter, in, you know, the defund the police movement, in the anti-vaccine move- movement, you know, there, there, are cons- there are considerations that be- should be taken into account when making a decision to support, you know, again, to go group one, die hard, all in, can't change my mind, these people need my help, and no matter what, and I'm going to burn this city to the ground. That attitude, you have that, and then you have the complicit attitude, which is like, well, look, George Floyd got murdered. Yeah, we got to burn down Seattle. Yeah. You know, repeatedly. It, the, the logic, like, violence does not beget violence. Well, complicity, violence, violence complicity, begets violence begets violence. There's no peace that comes from that. Right. And, you you and can beat somebody into submission, but all you're doing is creating more and more and more of a problem further down the line. You can't just keep kicking the can down the road. Eventually, that can's going to fall apart. Yeah, yeah, you can't. We we just we just can't keep looking for solutions that are outside of ourselves. That's just like the main thing. I mean, that's that's yeah. that's where you lose peace because you're well, also gonna- it's just understanding that we are not like nobody. I, I don't care what color, what gender, what sex. We are not victims. No. Don't allow yourself to be a victim. And when you're complicit, you're implying that and you're not... And don't let that, anybody tell you. When you're complicit, you're implying that you're yeah. not here and you're not even a part of it. Because mm. you are. Yeah. 
You are a part of it. We, I mean, you, you, you can't you can't have people tell you that you're a victim, and that's what's being told to us every, all the time. A, a different a different socioeconomic example of uh, being told you're a victim. It would be Andrew going back to your college experience. He is if you fucking got student, harping on this. Shit, man. Well, I, Dustin didn't go it's to college. Dustin, Dustin isn't in college. I didn't go to college. My wife went to college. How's this? Chrissy is an example. I'll leave you alone, man. Fine. I don't care. Chrissy, I went to college. Chrissy had, I want to get that reference. Chrissy had student loans out the ass. She has two degrees. Okay. Counting <laughs> and in uh, theater. She has a theater. My wife, hey, I, what, I keep talking. Uh, like, you can't say anything bad about my, my wife. Is sh- All the world still don't see what she sees in me, but I'm gonna take it every time. But so she she amassed this ridiculous amount of student loan debt. Um, much like I don't know how many how many people have actually gone to college, like full four year college, and they graduate, and they have like eighty, ninety, hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. Yeah. Now, there's a reason for that, which we can get into in another conspiracy episode, because I have a lot to say about the educational system. Uh, but y- you, you've been told now by, and again, this, this has a lot to do with uh, some, some of it being, being politics, but it's easy to manipulate a society that's disenfranchised because you went to college for four years and you amassed $100,000 in debt. And you get graduate college and your entry level position with a college degree, which is mandatory to get this position, your entry level position is $35,000 a year. Now, there's no guarantee that you're going to move up that ladder because let's say that you're not a good employee, yeah. but you still have $100,000 in student loan debt. It'll take you another 50 years to pay that off. So would you be extremely happy about that or excited about that? No. Yeah. Now you could work. You could change your major. You could work harder. You could do better. Yeah, you, work hard, you, man. You could solve that problem. You have the power to take care of that problem. But why do that when you have somebody? And again, no offense if you support him. I don't think he's a bad guy. I think he has good ideas. I just think that maybe he doesn't know how to count. We need to get the motherfucking abacus because he's probably as old as those are. Bernie Sanders, again, great ideas. The government, the government got into backing student loans. So government backs up student loans. They will guarantee the money. Any kid that wants to go to college, you're still going to have to pay it back, but it's backed by the federal government. That's fantastic. Until you realize how crooked the education system is. So the education system, tuition costs has rised upwards of like 250% in the last 30 years. Easily, if not more than that. And that's just for like regular state school, state colleges. Yeah. All right. Now, why would they do that? And why would they make you amass all this money to go get a job that's not going to pay you? Oh, it's because they can, because the government's now supplying it. Yeah. Now, that's an example of socialism and how socialism doesn't work. Socialism with capitalism right there. That's the government saying, oh, don't worry, we're going to. You want to go to college? We're going to make sure you get the best education possible, and you're going to do great things with your life. Whether that, let's say that was completely altruistic and they wanted to do a good job. Well, then there's nobody holding the colleges accountable. The colleges are just going, free money? Oh, yeah, we poop. can take as much as so we want. The, so they just, every year, they just 
ratcheted up. Well, we need a, we need a new stadium. Boop. We need a new gymnasium. Boop. We need a new uh, library wing. Boop. They just keep tick, 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 tick. So, <clears throat> you know, when the boomers, this is, where, this is where the divide between, you know, the different generations come in, into play. The, the boomers, you know, they went to college, $20,000 for your degree. Right. You know, and they, they also bought a house two years out of, you know, out of college, you know, cars, whatever. And then you have Gen X, almost the same, but they were probably paying six, you know, fifty, sixty thousand dollars. Right. And now you have the millennials and the Gen Zers that are upwards of, you know, six figures in four years. And they may not make that money back. And you have a lot of them, again, that are disenfranchised and they're getting put. They're going living back with their parents when they graduate college because they either can't find a job or they're unwilling to take an entry-level job and put in the effort to move up. Yeah. Because they've been told that there's... We, well, we've been told... Well, they've been told that if you do these things and you don't f*** it up, then there's a future for you. But regardless they've of... Also been, they've also been told that they're special. That's what I'm saying. Extremely, that's, that's what, that's extreme, saying. extremely special. And there's... There's nothing <sighs> special about one individual. I think I, I'm not going to say okay. nothing. I'm just saying, yeah, well, there, like there's, there's nothing there. Every individual has special in their own way, but that does not mean that you are greater entitled. than, greater than, or less than anybody else. You, that's what if I'm you saying. want to succeed as a matter of billionaire, doesn't matter. You have, if you want to succeed, you still have to put in the effort. Yeah. So yeah, it sucks to take that entry level position, but you know what? I, Here's my example of what is is supposed to be like to work. I showed up to Journey Shoes, <laughs> fresh out of getting fired from Hot Topic. <laughs> Walk down the Journeys. <laughs> I, I literally walked one store over. I'm like, hey man, yeah, I just got fired. Well, the, this this manager looked at me. He said, "Why'd you get fired?" I said, "Uh, my band fired me. I got drunk. I showed up five minutes late to open the store. I was 100 completely open and honest." Didn't, Gaslight him, didn't fake him out, didn't say they f- hate me. Yeah. They did, but I was third key. They made me do all the inventory and then bitched that my sales were low. So I was like, you want me to, do you want me to unpack or you want me to sell something to customers? That's another argument for another day. <clears throat> but I went over there to Journeys the day I got fired on my lunch break because they fired, I knew they were going to fire me after my shift was over. They weren't going to fire me during. Because they wanted to squeeze that last little bit out of the toothpaste yes. tube. Yes. So I went over next door. I said, hey, uh, yeah, I'm going to need a job tomorrow. It was like, when can you start? It was like, tomorrow. What happened? Got fired for drinking. Not on the job. I, no, I just showed up. Kind of like wasted. Five minutes late. Really? <laughs> he, looked, he looked at me like, really? I'm like, yeah. That's why I'm here. <laughs> I don't have any, any management positions open. I was like, I need a job. I don't care. So he put me in the stockroom. I started the next day. I posted on the bulletin board and said, if you don't want your shift, here's my number. Yeah. I picked up six shifts that week. He had to cut two of them because I can't work more than 32 hours a week. I would have racked up 60 hours that week had he not had to. Corporate, corporate reasons. Because he couldn't make me full-time. Part-time status, hard cut off at 32 hours. That lasted for th- two weeks. I showed up and I kicked my ass. Like I worked that stock room. I made it my bitch. That stock room was more organized and more clean than any other time in the history of that store. I got promoted to assistant manager three weeks, three weeks in. I got my own store. 
<laughs> $1.2 million in yearly revenue uh, less than a year after that. And then I was, well, no, I, I'm, I take that back. It was less than six months after that. And then I was in Gretna, Louisiana, New Orleans, for the layperson that doesn't know Louisiana geography, which is most of the world, because why Louisiana? Why? <laughs> but uh, no, I, I got my, my own store there, and I worked in New Orleans for the better part of 11 months, working 60 hours a week, being miserable out of my mind. But I was making, I went from making, I think it was $9.925 an hour as a stock boy working at maximum 32 hours a week. I impressed my boss enough with my work ethic and my willingness to learn and adapt and do new things to assistant manager where I was making $15 an hour plus commission and to running my own store where I was making upwards of, I was on the trajectory to make $50,000 my first year with full benefits and 401k at the age of 23. That's the real talk about the American dream. Yeah. You put in the work. You can't just show up and think that somebody's going to give you something. You're not a victim. Nobody owes you. The world doesn't owe you. You know what the world owes you? About, it's about six feet deep. That's all the world's going to give you at the end of the day. That's all, that's all we have. We all have, there's a expiration date and we don't know what it is. And I'm glad I don't know what it is. I don't, there, I don't dwell on it. Is there an expiration date? Well, on, on the physical existence. Yeah. Everything belongs to time. Yeah. But, but there's but that, that is, that is, that is me not crying over my manager didn't understand my feelings. I got fired from my band. That was an emotional, emotionally dramatic experience. Yeah, I, I need a safe to... space. I'm going to go sit in the break room for three hours. Yeah. That get off your ass. Go do something with your life. You're responsible. We're all ultimately responsible for our own well-being and happiness. Right. And, and, you, and you, have, you have a choice. Like, and nobody, to nobody that claims is. to have the answers. If you're so unhappy and so depressed in your life, somebody tells you that they, they have the answers, they know who's at fault for why you are the way you are. They don't. Run from them. They don't. Run from them recklessly. With your arms flailing. No, they, they, they don't have anything but their own personal agenda in mind. Right. So don't let anybody convince you that you're the victim. You have the complete power to take control of your life. You don't have to follow in line. And I, Partially this, because you have to acknowledge that, that there really isn't a line. I mean, there's implied lines. Your job on the road, I mean, you're really just right next to somebody. Well, there's really, <laughs> there's really nothing but forks in the road. Yeah. There, there's no straight line. There's, yeah. always, there's always at least two paths. Imagine yourself not being here, and then, and then, and then you realize, holy shit, I really am here. Holy f- man. You're right. Oh, sh- now you all of a sudden have a little energy uh, boost. Yeah. And it's like I said, it's all about how you, you, you want to approach life. And, you know, this guy, Dr. Mateus Desmet, his, his hypothesis, he came, he came to, the, to form this. Uh, hey, boys, you hear the click, click, clack in the microphones every time they walk through. It's adorable. Uh, but Dr., uh, Mat- Matthias Desmet, 
he he cultivated this hypothesis around the COVID nineteen and what happens when you isolate people from friends, family, relatives, whatever, for an extended period of time, and then you take away fun. A few things could happen. Fun, fun. You take away their extracurricular, extracurricular activities. Spaces open up. They need to be filled with something. Anxiety. Anxiety. And, and then you, you give them the fear of mortality. Cons- you, you keep telling them that they're going to die. Consumerism. And again, he, he, he goes on and on. And I, I would, I, we're going to link to the essay uh, that, that I read that led me down, down that, that uh, mass formation rabbit hole. So you hole. can read it for yourself. It is, it is look, I don't, I'm not buying into it 100% because I don't buy into anything I read 100%. But a, lo- a lot of it rings true. And that doesn't mean that it is true, but it just means that there may be a good element of truth in it. Yeah. I, I mean, I definitely agree. So, and, but when you have all those things stacking, you have all this free-floating anxiety because you're, you're feeling alone, you're feeling disenfranchised, you're feeling underappreciated, you're feeling like you don't have any job opportunities, you feel like you don't have any relationship opportunities. You create all this negativity in your life, but you have nowhere to channel it because you ha- don't have time to do anything fun because you're working at a job you hate yeah. to pay for a house that you don't want, but you told to, pay, you to pay for a car that you only got to impress the girl that doesn't want you. Oh yeah. I mean, these, all, all these things add up liberating. And you don't man. think you don't think we don't think in these terms, but all these things add up. In in your life and how you approach life and how you think about and approach others. Yep. And the way that I explained mass formation to you, I think on the phone was it's like I have a problem. Me and Andrew have like a knockdown, drag out, screaming fight. We had a huge disagreement on a topic or on uh, the editing process of this or how this video scene was supposed to be shot. And you know what? He him piece of him. He pissed me off to no enough. So angry. God damn. God damn it. I love you, Andrew. But I'm so I'm so unhappy with him. But the next time, like I talk to you the next day, but that that conversation is still sticking with me. And I take it out on you or worse, I take it out on my wife, who has nothing to do with any of this. That's misdirected anxiety, anger, and resentment. Yeah. And that's instead of having a conversation and resolving the, the issue with the person that I had an issue with. Let's say it's Dustin this time, just to leave Andrew alone. <laughs> you know, instead of dealing with instead of dealing like, what is it, man? Lay it on me. Instead of dealing with whatever the actual issue was and confronting it head on, I now have misplaced aggression towards somebody that doesn't A doesn't deserve it, but is also that's another relationship that I might be jeopardizing yeah. because of that. That's like on a, Dude, on, I, on a solo singular level, that is the best example of like mass formation I can give. It's misdirected angst and anxiety and disappointment and you know, going up to hate, hatred and anger. Because if you hold on to that anxiety long enough, you're just going to get angry. Yeah. And that's not, again, nobody wants to live that way. And that's why it's so easy to buy into that one. That one point, that one thing, it's yeah, this one, if I can just, if I can just t- get rid of this one 
thing, yeah. then my life's going to be better. This is going to make my life better. Maybe, maybe the thing is, and that's like, a lie because there's not one thing that's going to make anything. First better. of all, stop believing <clears throat> everything. Stop believing. Don't believe. Actually, just you know, you exist here whether you believe you do or you don't. So we're really beyond mm-hmm. belief here. Well, is there a, there's a beyond belief theme no, song really. out there. So maybe we just don't believe everything we see. We don't believe every thought that comes in our head. And just don't believe some of this. I'm not saying deny help when you need to get help. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying maybe we're hemorrhaging positive energy by believing so much in the negativity. Well, if you, if you fill yourself up... <clears throat> you know what I mean? If you fill yourself I mean, up with the negative energy... There's not a lot of room left for positivity. Yeah, I mean, try, so maybe, maybe try to empty yourself out more. Just, just be, maybe become more rooted in your own neutrality. I'll empty myself into you. Chrissy? <sighs> That's none of my business. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry, this was, we've been, we've been pretty serious. That serious. was really rude and insensitive. We <laughs> were pretty serious this whole, this whole taping, so I, I wanted to, I wanted to lighten, yeah. the, lighten the mood a I little bit. I did feel a little serious. <clears throat> it got, like, almost serious for me. Well, I, th- these are, these They're, are things that, real, I, I like having a good time, I like joking, but sometimes I, I just really feel that there's, there's a need for me to empty out some of my negativity. Onto me. And then I go commit suicide. Uh, dude, only if you take Whoa. it in. Dude, you know I pull out. Dustin, is this true? <laughs> I have no idea. I just want to know before I pay. <laughs> Chris is like, it's not true. Too far. Too far. Everyone always says I go too far. And any point that we we made this entire series is now negated. Yeah, we're done. <laughs> Sorry, how can how can you take that seriously? Now I found out who these guys really are. <laughs> They're the guys who used to draw the penises in the textbooks. No, I was not that kid. Me either. I sometimes they were good drawings. Sometimes big they were, veiny triumphant bastard. Yeah, I did. Oh, hold <laughs> Inside on. Inside the jagged sleeve. Why do I still have this stored? But I do remember um, a caucasaurus. <laughs> So it was like a giant, like it went the whole page, <laughs> and it, it said Caucasaurus. That's how I knew what it was, because it said Caucasaurus on it. <laughs> Please tell me it's extinct. <laughs> <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> I think they're still teaching citizenship. Uh, so like, well, I mean, if you transitioned, maybe it, well, it, it maybe depends to bury that bone. <laughs> Yeah. It depends if they upgraded the textbooks. <laughs> uh, uh, so if, if it died 65 million years ago, would you say the Caucasaurus is petrified? <laughs> just hard, man. Uh, it's just petrified a, bone. It's just hard. It's tough. <laughs> Obviously, I'm not a paleontologist. So. Mm, hope no one has nightmares <laughs> about Caucasaurus. Uh-huh. Oh. I have wet dreams about it. But hope doesn't get you nowhere. <laughs> Oh, so yeah. As far as mass formation goes, um, yeah, it's pretty much keeping keeping an eye. If you want to avoid being a part of the mass formation, it's as simple as trying watching to the I- podcast and just uh, believing yeah. everything we say and just 
falling in by love by sending me three with our low payments mission. of twenty nine ninety nine. It was a good pop, right? Uh, now I will send you my my absolutely free ebook. <laughs> <laughs> you want to know how to control everything no. in your life? No, no, we're not doing. We're not going there. Want to know how to how to turn this six hundred dollars into one hundred thousand dollars? Give it to me. Dude, you know, suck my. But uh, no, if you can avoid to avoid the mass formation, it's you know confronting where where that anxiety comes from, where where those negative feelings come. Is from. it old anxiety? Is yeah. I mean, is, is it legit anxiety, or is it your your jealousy of you know something that you don't have? Yeah. You know, are you comparing yourself too much to your peers? Are you being comparative? And are they truly your peers? Maybe they don't need to be in your circle. Yeah, true self-esteem isn't comparative. No. At all. No. At all. And it's, you know... But we're hardwired. We've we've talked about... We're hardwired to compare, because of how we know this or that. So... Well, yeah, we are are hardwired to see the differences in in each other. Yeah. Uh, And that's, again, selective, you know... Evolution. It's once again That's, seductive to think everything's separate and not one in the, one of the same from yes. coming from the same source. Yes, I mean from which, the same wellspring springs all which ha, which has its effects on our discernment. Yes, in situations and in ourselves because we just get a disc. We're disconnected. Yeah, from how it really is. But being brave enough to confront your again what, what your perceived shortcomings and not laying the blame anywhere else. Yeah, like if. If you think it's your boss's job that you didn't get that promotion, him, go find another job. Right. If you were unhappy in your relationship, get, go get another relationship. Or better or yet, don't get a relationship. Or better yet, don't get a relationship. Cultivate but your don't, relationship don't with blame, yourself. Don't blame somebody else for something that is within your quote unquote control. Yeah. Don't look for a f- codependency. We can all. We can all get past the mass formation if we are willing to take that look. And not everybody's going to be. Now, I hope, I hope that someday we can get to that point, and maybe then we can have a truly utopian society where we don't lay the blame at somebody else's feet, and we take responsibility for our actions, shortcomings, and failures. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with being a failure. If you failed at something, that means you tried. Yeah. That, that's another thing, too, that's kind of plagued me. Plagues a lot of people is like, well, I might fail, so I'm not even going to try. Hey, look, this again, this podcast has been great for my mental health. And it's been a great outlet for my creativity. That's why I spend so much time working on working on it. And uh, again, I can't thank you guys enough for being a part of it, because I, this is this is something that I look forward to. The, these recording sessions, having these conversations and, uh, you know, the even just the outside concept that we could do this maybe in the future for a living. Like, I want to manifest that reality. Yeah. But I also, I'm realistic. It's like, if nothing were to ever happen with it. And you have space for it. You're fine with it. But you know what? I'm still getting a lot out of it. Yeah. That doesn't, like, if we never made this full-time money-making machine, yeah. like, we're printing money out of well, the back room, like, yeah, bitches. Yeah, why, do, like, like, like. I'm like, okay with that, because I, I'm still getting, I still feel like I'm getting enough out of it. It's the same thing, like, when you choose a career or something, mm-hmm. if you do it, and you do it, you, if you do it for money, it's gonna, it's gonna show. Yeah. Especially because, I mean, 
like my job that I have right now, especially, I mean, this is a lot of people, but I mean, I literally, if you want to know if you're in it for money, take money out of it and see if you'd even be interested in doing it. Mm. I mean, and it doesn't have to be like some fancy career, but yeah. just, just a job. It could be a simple job. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. But I mean, you have the people that are maybe are working in these crazy yeah. fields for money that would rather be a gardener yeah, and just don't know it, mm-hmm. but they're working for money. So maybe we shouldn't work for money. Money, money is a byproduct. Money, money is an illusion because money is a symbol for wealth. Mm-hmm. It's not really wealth. It's a status symbol. It's not really wealth. It's, it's just a symbol for it. It's mm-hmm. not really wealth. Mm-hmm. What do you categorize wealth as? What is wealth? Can you put, I, can you can you define it? Mm-hmm. Or is it one of those things that's not not tangible? That, I don't. That, I that don't. has a different different definition for each individual. Maybe it's the quality of your life. Okay. Quality of your life. Quality of, quality not necessarily, of, your, quality not of your relationships. Relationships to everything. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Not, not just with, I mean, it could be with, with people in your life or with I'll, yourself. I, I mean, just. I don't need any further description if you, you don't want. I just, I thought, I, I, liked, I liked that you described it that way. Yeah. And well, I, just, actually, I wanted more insight. I got that from Alan Watts. Alan Watts is the f- man, dude. Yeah, I know. Okay, yeah. Like, like he, Watts, he has such again. a great point, though. We we confuse the symbols for reality. Mm. So Alan Watts and Matthias Desmond. Yeah, check them out. Yeah, these, these uh, again, Alan Watts, old school. I say old school. I don't know. He's still relevant. He's a twentieth century, timeless twentieth century philosopher, though. Timeless, but he was twentieth century. Yeah, metaphysics. Yeah, meta, meta. And then you, find, you Matthias Desmet, who is a uh, psychologist, sociologist. I do find it interesting why um, it's always the old people who, like, when I say old, I mean ancient. They always seem to be, like, like you take Socrates, okay? He's, like, obviously more important than Alan Watts. Mm-hmm. How so? Uh, well... It it depends on well, it depends on a lot of things, but I'm just saying like well, why well, is one well to credit even more? I, I think if you That's would go back and ask either one of those people if you had the opportunity, they would say, well, I'm not any better than yeah, anyone. we don't we don't know so yeah, <laughs> it's like <laughs> I, I we all one and the same, we are all of one. Yeah, I am my knee, therefore I am Socrates. Yep, like what? Uh. And yeah. you can't again. Uh, he, I was listening to Alan Watts' uh, video. Uh, it was on YouTube yesterday, and it was funny how he he was describing how people would go to yogis or you know uh, the Buddhist temples, talking to the priests, and they would come in and they would ask <clears throat> these great shamans, priests, uh, about uh, these yogis, about you know how how do I achieve oneness and if if the yogis would respond, I, know, I think I know what you're about to say. The, the yogis would respond with, uh, "Go away, you can't be here." Yeah, because so you, you, if you if you ask that, then you you will never know. Yeah, if you have to ask that, then you you don't know. Yeah, and if you don't have to ask, you don't have to be here. Yeah, and I'm just like, huh? And then he went on to on the tangent of you know we all in the, in the, in the search for meaning in our life, we are always looking for somebody to show us or tell us we're always looking to the outside yep. rather than looking inside. 
It's a lot harder to look inside. It's scary in there. Can be. Dude, you don't want to be in my mind, dude. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Yeah. Nope. Ain't no meta in there. Ain't no... Ain't, mm, I, I put this out there in the world. Mm -mm. I'll get lynched. I will get murdered. Whoa, well, damn, don't say that. Dude, I'm... Nope. I've got some dark Look, thoughts. Dude. I've got some dark thoughts. Those thoughts, you no. know, they're just thoughts. I will not manifest them. In you the ever reality. seen a thought? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Have you seen the Brain Snacks podcast? Mm -hmm. We manifest this. We made this. We made that concept a reality. Yep. And we have been now, uh, we haven't discussed it on camera, but it's been a year since we actually had our first meeting. Yep. First production meeting was right around now. We're all still here, soldiers. Still fighting in the war. <laughs> so, yeah. Dustin's hair is messed up now, though. It's all it was. It's, it's, it is. It's a. It is designed designed bed hair look. It, it is designed good. to look that it way. It makes him definitely look like he's like Dude, have you seen the description I have of him on the website? So Smart guy. You know, with messed up hair. Best hair. Big glasses. Yeah. Oh, really? Best I didn't hair. even see that. <laughs> That's because nobody works on the website with me. I'll check that out right now. <laughs> we better cut this. <laughs> we don't want to see him cry. Oh, I happily do. We it. don't want to see I him. I happily do it. We're going to let the man cry. Yeah, I do. Real men also cry. Yeah. Cry, man. So, cry, uh, cry over the right. I think I'm done with uh, the mass formation talk. If you have any other thoughts, mm, I don't think so. We shut down this recording session for the day. I wish we could do a another one, but again, I know it's getting late over here at the warehouse, and you've got a little drive home. And I gotta, and you go, got work I gotta go to morning. Auburn and stay the night tomorrow. Ah, uh, well, I'm the good news for me, I'm off until. Thursday afternoon, then I drive to drive to Texas again. Because <laughs> yeah. it's always Texas. Yeah. But we're playing Baton Rouge on Saturday, so go oh, Tigers. Yeah. Go Tigers. Go Tigers. Mm. Go Tigers. I'm leaving today. <laughs> he's leaving. <laughs> he's leaving. Poor Coach O. Okay. Oh. But yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Um, and again, we, do, we reiterate this one more time. We are not trying. If anything I said offended you, just before you want to go cancel, you know, why don't, you just, out. why don't you reach out? You want to come on the podcast? We'll have a conversation about why you think what I said was offensive. I'm okay with that. You, want, you will have a public platform. And as long as you can do it in a non-emotional, rational, and respectful way, I promise to do the same. He, he's this, the one that's going to be mean. This man doesn't keep me with promises. Promised. I promised. He's I'm not, not promising. <laughs> Get it. Yeah. All right. But no, we love you all. Thanks Peace. for watching this program. <laughs> it's a uh, go back to watch your stories. Yeah. I love how it's. I love how we call it. Like when they're like, you're watching this program. I immediately, my, my brain's like, program. What do you mean? Program. <laughs> Back to regularly scheduled programming. Back to your regularly scheduled oh advertising revenue-induced trivial. Trivial bullshit. Good night, everybody. Suck it. Did you subscribe?